Hello, dear ones. I'm Barbara Hemphill, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and vision accelerator. Welcome to Christine's Radiant Joy video podcast. If you're not where you'd hoped to be spiritually right now, this series will encourage you to be who God made you to be. Chances are you're a well-meaning believer with a lot on your plate. So thank you for tuning in as you seek Holy Spirit inspiration to move into life to the full with purpose, fruitfulness, healing, freedom, and radiant joy. So let's just start with a prayer. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Dear Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this opportunity to be with my mother, Marie Borsma, as we are in Naples, Florida. We're here celebrating her birthday, and I want to have her be my guest on this podcast to uh, share all the ways that you have blessed her in her life, dear Lord. We praise and we thank you for all those blessings. Uh, We praise and we thank you for my dad, too, and their long marriage, and I just can't wait to share her with my guests. I am so proud of my mom. (laughs) Mom, I love you. Love you too, honey. <laughs> so, how about let's see? What would you? Let's just start off with you telling everybody some of your favorite blessings. Oh, there's so many. How long you have? <laughs> we have about a half an hour. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, the fact that I met Dad accidentally while I was going with another boy. And uh, he just was such a salesman. He could talk anybody into anything. <laughs> and he talked me into dropping this other boy and going with him. We went together for a very short time when he decided we should elope. We did. That was 76 years ago. And we're still just as happy as we can be. That is a blessing that is not only great and a wonderful example for everybody who knows you, especially for your kids, but it also is statistically nearly impossible, 76 years of marriage. Um, How many of you know somebody who's been married anything like that amount of time? It really is miraculous. And the best thing about that was that Dad surprised me. As soon as he met me, he started taking classes to become a Catholic. And he is a very good, strong Catholic, has been for all the years we've been married. Which was a great influence on me. So that's a blessing in my life as well. Um, Why don't you share some of the things that you and Dad did in um, your service of the faith of the Lord? Well, I'm thinking of, uh, well, of course, with dad, he he is a lector. He's uh, been a lector, a beautiful lector. Yes, very good. For like three different churches as we moved to better houses, uh, we changed churches, 
And uh, he was always a fabulous lecturer. I was a Eucharistic minister, so we made sure that our schedules were the same so we could get to Mass at the same time. And uh, it's been just the happiest years of, of my life. And with Dad, not only did he proclaim the word beautifully, but he trained other people to be good lectors. He was yeah. always the head of the lectors. Almost any church, any parish that you went to, right. they wanted him to train the other people because he really has a way with being able to proclaim the word of God. Right. And, and he does uh, it beautifully. Yeah. <clears throat> You've also done some other things. You've had people into your home. Oh, yes. I uh, I really enjoyed that. We always, I like to cook. And with five children, we never went out very much. Uh, but we had people in. And I had dad trained in serving so that as I'd stand up to remove the salad plates, he'd stand up. And it was just so wonderful that we had so much fun doing that, just having people into our home to share our home, to share our faith. Uh, we always said a blessing, no matter who our guests were. And then they'd say something like, you're both Catholic. We say, oh, yes, it's the only way to be. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> life went on. The children grew. They all went to college. The minute they were off to college, I began to travel with dad. And uh, <coughs> and uh, I traveled with him. We went everywhere. I've been to Australia six times. We love it there. And I've been just all over everywhere. Europe many times, just following Dad in his business. And he always said I was an asset. To a, I don't know why, but I know I, why because you have a gift for uh, a gift of being able to converse with anybody, anywhere, anytime. You have a gift of uh, of just connection, and you remember people, you remember names, you remember faces, and so. If he took you to a, con a business conference, he was in the publishing business and you'd go to publishing association things or advertising association meetings. And if those were events that included wives or spouses, in those days, it was pretty much wives being included. Um, you would be able to remember not only the pe the men who he knew, but he'd remember the names of the wives. You'd remember something about their children, their families. And so it it really made it so that he could also have more of a personal connection with people because mm -hmm. you knew all about them and you remembered them and you'd already connected with them. Well, that's why you're such an asset. Well, I'm such a people person. 
You are. And uh, that's why I remembered who they were. I just enjoyed talking to other people, finding out more about themselves. And they love to talk about themselves once you get them started. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just enjoyed traveling with Dad so much. Um, that was nice that you were able to do that. Yeah. I, when I first asked that question, I was about um, things that you did in the home. I was thinking also of things, how you would sponsor or host groups of uh, teenagers and have them come into your home and teach mm -hmm. them or let them have a place to be able to talk about questions of the faith. Yes, we did. We did that Every Friday night, there was a group of of um, kids from church, and they liked to come because I made sure that I had a fresh batch of brownies. <laughs> and so one thing, after they'd spent a semester with us, um, the priest asked them what they how what they liked best about coming to our house to study their faith. And they said, well, the first thing was the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's one thing I think a lot of churches has have learned is that uh, sometimes having good food is, is, a, is a good event. In fact, uh, Toby and I just went to a church event last Friday night, and they had a great, it was potluck, but it was great food. And then it turned out to be a time of, wonderful fellowship and they even had karaoke and dancing and all of that oh, nice. so speaking of dancing how about talking a little about you and dancing well uh when we were kids i grew up with three brothers <laughs> and when we were kids my mother and dad liked to dance my mother especially was a dancer. And um, so she would encourage us to learn to dance. It didn't need much encouragement. We just loved it. But uh, when we were married and we have all these children, we couldn't afford a sitter. We couldn't, didn't want to leave five children with a sitter. So what we did was we had a house that had a big <laughs> family room. We used to invite any of the kids' friends to come on over and dance. Well, the kids knew we were good dancers. And so we had a lot of kids come in just to dance. And it was so much fun. It was more fun than going out. <laughs> so, and it was a way of staying home and, and enjoying a Saturday night. It's funny. I don't actually remember that. I remember a couple of other things about dancing. First, that you and dad met on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, and secondly, I remember that you had a party one time in that same house. And you put dance wax all over the garage floor to have a, a dance floor. And the day after the party, I was out there jumping on my pogo <laughs> stick and it slipped because of the uh, dance wax on the garage floor. And 
I ended up landing on my chin and getting stitches. But um, I still love dancing. It didn't didn't change my opinion about dancing. And then when you were had your uh, 50th anniversary, you took the family on a little cruise and they had a dance contest on the ship. And here you were, uh, had already been married 50 years and you're out there and you showed everybody up on how well <laughs> you and dad could dance. But you just showed them how much fun it was to dance yeah. and to love one another. And and all of us kids ended up with a love of dance. Mm -hmm. It's a, definitely one of those blessings that goes down through the generations. I, I kind of forgot that grandma had been a, a good dancer. But and also dad's parents. I mean, he was enrolled in dance classes when he was under five, yeah. I, there's pictures in the family album of dad dance and going to dance class, all dressed up under five years old. Yeah. And that's been a family joy. So, um, and I'd like to circle back to, to the idea of how much you enjoy people and that you are a people person. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to mention that this is a special birthday. I've, I won't say for your sake which one it is, unless you <laughs> unless you give me permission to. Can I have? Do I have permission to say? Yes. Tomorrow, my mom turns one hundred years old, born in October nineteen twenty three. So it is a big celebration. All of my all five of the kids are here, and mom and dad. Um, our there's going to be a nice party we're having we're having a get together a casual get together tonight on the eve her last dinner as at 99 years old and uh and then a big big party tomorrow and i mean uh, yeah tomorrow sunday saturday night so we're going to be celebrating that and a lot of people have been asking you what is the secret of living so long and i no, you'll have an answer for that. But I also want to say that in my some of my readings, they talk about social connection being a key factor in that. And my parents are two of the most outgoing, congenial people that <laughs> I have ever met. So I, what, do you, what do you think are some of the contributing factors to a, a good long life? Well, first of all, you have to have faith. You have to just rely on the Lord to to um, push you in the right direction for everything you do. And if you don't, shouldn't be doing it, he pushes you in another direction. So uh, my faith has been just the most wonderful, wonderful thing that uh, you could have and the fact that that dad without ever saying anything to me decided to take lessons in Catholicism and when he was all through with those lessons he let me know that we should go to church together and really say a prayer of thanks and we've been doing that ever since. I feel so blessed that he would take it upon himself to uh, 
to do that. That is amazing. When we were first married on a Sunday, we'd go to first my church, then his church, and then out for breakfast. Well, it, it was obvious and didn't take Dad long to realize that our church had so much depth and meaning to our mass. And there's so little. It was faith, but not not talked about it a whole lot. So you on one of our recent conversations, you mentioned how you basically got to know the love of the Lord when you were seven years old. So you had a personal relationship well, with God for like 93 years. Well, uh, I mean, couldn't figure out why my parents didn't go. Uh, and I never realized that there was a reason uh, I found out way after, long after I was married, that they had had those, the four children, and decided they couldn't possibly afford any more. And so they were using birth control for that reason. My parents never went to church, but they made sure that we went to church. And uh, I just, I just loved it from the day. From the day I was little, I used to go and walk into church. And I didn't realize at the time how important that was to my faith. But uh, it carried me through. And uh, I think it would be fun also to tell people how you start your days. <laughs> well, I start my days just... One way I spend the first two hours of my day giving it to the Lord, praising Him, talking about to Him, uh, reading the the um, prayers for that day, and uh, the Bible and reading the Bible passages for the day. Yeah, yeah. My Bible is right there in the dining room at all times. And um, it's just the way to start a day that uh, ends up being a good day every day. And I, it's fun when I'm visiting because we do that together. Yes. Yes, we do. And I'm so pleased that uh, Chris is such a strong girl in her faith. Makes me happy. And I owe it to you. Thank you. <laughs> How did you... There was a period of time when I was not strong in my faith. And I Pray. also owe it to you that you were, you were the St. Monica praying for me that whole time. <laughs> I sure did. And when I was pregnant with my first child... You gave me a little devotional to read. It was for it was for mothers to be, and it was a faith based devotional. And I read that every day just because I was interested in pregnancy and it was related to pregnancy and having a child. 
And I think that really primed my mental pump so that on the delivery table, when they finally handed me this baby after a pretty difficult long labor and a C-section, they handed this baby to me and I took a look at her and I went, God is real. God is God. This is not, this is a miracle. You can't just put a sperm and an egg together and come out with a perfect human being like this without God. And I, I, that was my moment of conversion. And you came out to help with the new baby. And I said, let's go to church this morning and thank the Lord for this baby. I think that was probably one of your and my happiest days. Yeah, we walked, <laughs> we walked right up front to the front row. We didn't want to miss out on anything. And we had the baby and a little in a little basket. basket and she sat there. She was grown up to be a really wonderful young lady. I'm really, really close to her. Incidentally, for my birthday, Casey sent me a really nice uh, statue of the Virgin Mary. Oh, that's and, sweet. And I put it on my windowsill where all my favorite birds are. And she said, and Casey said, put it with your birds. And I thought, how strange. I have already put it with my birds. That's, <laughs> that's the Lord helping me do the things that, uh, that influence me and other people. Yeah. Casey was pleased what I said to her. I've already done that. Oh, that's so nice. You know, she talked, she called on the phone, and that's when she you had that conversation with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And I know um our other our other uh, child, Ryan, is also very excited about your birthday and she keeps asking for photos. Sent her a photo last night of uh, Scott and Dad together, my brother, old my oh. brother who you hadn't seen in a long time, and uh, and my dad, and she was so excited to see that. And she says, "Keep sending pictures." So everybody in the family uh, is so excited about celebrating this, and uh, I'm glad to be able to share you with those who can watch this um, podcast. So. We'll go back to, to dad now. We took a little break. And uh, I just want to wish you, an, again, happy 100th birthday, Mom. I love you so much. I love you too, honey. Thank you. Thank you for being the girl that I that you are. Thank you. And the fact that we look so much alike. <laughs> yeah i i i'm uh really grateful for your genes too, the longevity and uh like does this look like somebody even 90 let alone 100 pretty good pretty good thank you for listening to christine's radiant joy podcast Please visit RadiantJoy.us to subscribe to her monthly Radiant Joy newsletter to be notified when her next book is released 
or to set up an appointment to speak with Christine about Unbound Ministry. And please pass this along to others who might enjoy it. Christine is an award-winning quilt maker whose spiritually inspired quilts is featured in the Reap As You Sew section of RadiantJoy.us. You're in for a treat if you go check it out. You'll find her blog and the complete archive of all of her podcast episodes at RadiantJoy.us. Or you can subscribe through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. Each month, Christine will bring you a message of how you are called by God, remembering that we are all God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God planned. You are equipped with every spiritual blessing you need to succeed. We look forward to getting together here every first Thursday. Don't wait. Connect now with Christine at RadiantJoy.us. God bless you.